0: Steve
1: Mallard Mallard's Headquarters.
0: you he had time for the podcast.
1: Yeah, I think I could take a break from uh, watching the Stanford Spinners play for the title.
0: Yeah, nice. We got to make it a good podcast because I'm missing a designated survivor for this. I know it's it's uh,
1: it's tough to miss out on millennials versus Generation X. I believe is what the uh, they're going for this year.
0: Are you in on Designated Survivor, Kiefer Sutherland's Return to Network Cable or Network TV? Are you going to oh, watch it? Oh, that
1: one. That survivor. Um,
0: designated yeah, I mean, Survivor. Yeah, not not it, your survivor.
1: Yeah. Oh, not my survivor. Uh, yeah, Jack Bauer. Yeah, you got you to gotta check out anything he does.
0: Yeah, I think I'm going to check it out. I'll watch it on demand or, or DVR. See how it yeah, is. I'll, so.
1: I'll, I'll probably watch it with 45 interruptions from my kids. To, Come upstairs and give them fresh water, Lord knows what else.
0: Yeah. So the uh, yeah, speaking of your kids, the last time the YFL community heard from you, it was the draft night. You were brave enough to draft from the labor and delivery room. Uh, did you first of all? Did you get any flack from that? Have you been in, living in Gus's crate for the past three weeks, or was Becky actually? Cool you know, with it?
1: it's. I don't think anyone's gonna believe this, but. So we, you know, we we get to, we get go to have an ultrasound that day because <clears throat> we've been having a lot of them and we get there and they're like, okay, you're, there's no fluid in there. You need to go to the hospital immediately. So we get to the hospital about lunchtime and then um, they're like, well, three people are having babies. You're going to have to wait for them. So while we're there, two more people show up to have babies.
0: So now oh, we're waiting on
1: five women to have babies. And... It gets to be like seven o'clock. I'm like, all right, we're getting close and back to you I had the draft that night, but you know, I wasn't saying anything. So it gets to be like eight and they get the drugs going. And I actually know it's pretty close to draft time, but I'm still you know, nothing's finally she's like, you know, you should really do your draft. I was like, No, I'm not Kevin's got it, I'm not doing the draft tonight. There's just no, not happening. And the midwife's sitting there and she's like, Yeah, you should really do your draft like, what are you talking about? And the nurse was there, and she's like, yeah, you guys have all kinds of time. Just do your draft. I was like, look, well, guys, I'm not doing the draft. Kevin's got it. <clears throat> I think we'll be fine. They're like, no, seriously, like, we have nothing to do. Just go do the draft. So they hit the drugs pumping into Becky, and then that's when I was like, oh, what? I figured I'd just do it over, like, text with Kevin. I was like, you know what? What the heck with it? I'm, I'm signing in. So I dig around in my email and find the, the Google chat hangout invite from John. Like, nice, John, but still remember. And uh, I popped in on you guys. Yeah, but,
0: love, uh, must have, like, been a, must like,
1: have been a lot of shock and surprise when I, I popped up on that screen.
0: Oh, it was like a WWE entrance. Like, you just all you needed was your own theme music. That would have been
1: awesome
0: <laughs> to come into the hangout with some sort of... Theme music. It's like
1: oh oh my god! It's, it's Steve Douglas, I can't believe it. But, I know. Uh, yeah. it, it would go down. I think it would go down as one of the most memorable draft moments in history. Except ten minutes later, Aceto turns up in a laundry room. I mean.
0: Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Acido was incredible. in Montauk, I guess, living up the the Hampton life. Uh, so I know. You'd
1: think if he had a place in the Hamptons, he'd have internet somewhere better than just the laundry room. Yeah,
0: yeah, I think so. But yeah,
1: they, yeah, the, the people of the Hamptons might want to look into their Wi-Fi networks.
0: Yep. And uh, that was that was smart of you to bring your laptop with you to the hospital. Nice job there. I would have certainly forgot it.
1: Yeah, I, when I came home, they got sent, they sent me home from the hospital as soon as we got the news and. Um, so I was like, I don't, uh, you know what, I'm just going to grab it thinking like the next day I'd want to look at it. So I grabbed it and we you know, drafted and I got a message from Becky about halfway through drafting like uh, having a problem, get in the room now. So I pulled off that trade with Kevin to pick up that extra third rounder to get my draft over quicker and I got out of it. Yeah. I so how are you happy with your draft?
0: Uh, yeah, I think I am. I mean, uh, I think I nailed Will Fuller. No one was in on him. I liked him from the get-go. I didn't trust Frodo World. They didn't know what they are talking about. The guy was is super fast, and he's already <laughs> in the Texas starting lineup, so, like, they must see something in him. So, I liked yeah, him, I, and I knew,
1: him. I knew he was fast, but his, his hands were questioned. I mean, and you could see that on a couple of plays this year when he – Literally bobbled the ball for, like, 15 yards, but then eventually corralled it and scored a touchdown. Yeah. It was incredible.
0: Yeah, so I think he's going to be good. And then the running for rookie of the year. And then Kenneth Dixon, I think he's, we'll see on him. He hasn't played yet, but I think uh, for where I was drafting eighth and getting a running back, that could be starter by midseason. I was happy with him, and uh, so we'll see about the other other rounds. But for a week draft, yeah, I'm pretty – Happy. Yeah. Um, what about you? Yeah. So, you, you. I think you. really I, I've watched a lot of Carson Wentz already. I watched all the Monday Night Football games. Uh, we really had nothing to go by in the preseason. You know, there was not oh, a good yeah, feeling was, about any of these it quarterbacks. Was, it so was you, such a such
1: a leap of faith to like to go in on a quarterback. Just you know the Dak Prescott hype machine had kicked off and and is just. You know, there's just nothing to go by. Like I watched golf a little bit, and the guy's an idiot. I watched a little bit of Hard Knocks, and he had no idea that the sun rose in the east and set in the west. He, like neither did most of his teammates. And I was like, "This is a quarterback. I get the you know, there's rookie wide receiver to understand, but a quarterback, he's be the smartest guy on the team. And this guy's an idiot. So he was instantly crossed off my list. And I just kept reading the book, went. Into- Marty was and all that stuff and you know, I figured this draft, we were all projecting it to be a lot of busts Uh, like, you know, why why not swing for the fences? I was really still pissed that I didn't have brains enough to take James Winston last year and this is almost like a makeup pick and man, if he looked good so far.
0: If the draft is held today, does Mike take West number two? Yeah, I think Mike has to. <clears throat> you
1: know, I it, I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand what he's got going on over there. Like, I remember I took Stafford years ago. Is was he the best player in that draft? Probably not. But I needed a quarterback more than anything, and he was Stafford is just about as proven as any of these guys. And you just you got to take a quarterback. But why he's not getting more shit for trotting out no quarterback is ridiculous. He could have gotten Case Keenum before the draft you know, after the draft ended. He could have picked up Josh McCown last weekend, you know, whatever, now he starts, so it doesn't really matter. Like I'm sure he's not going in on anyone. And it's just ridiculous he's getting skewered in the media. I remember back in oh eight, even when I was trotting guys out there, I was still getting skewered for not having a good enough one. So I think Mike's getting a huge pass here. I don't understand it. I don't know why he took Henry. And I think he needs to do something about getting a quarterback.
0: Yeah, yeah, he needs to make a move here. I wish I could talk some shit but the Thugs lost to the Buddies this week. Uh, I knew I was going to lose, too, going into that week. Oh, my God, they're either just bad players or had bad matchups. Uh, Andrew Luck, most no- notably, so I knew I wasn't going to win. Uh, but, yeah, Thugs and Buddies are going to be fighting for that number two pick in the draft.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't expect the buddies to go out and unload draft picks to go get a QB, but just you know, get somebody off the waivers. Let's let's make a bit of an effort, you know.
0: Mike did make and an he, offer for Mariota to me, but uh, I just he's he, I'm I'm all in on Mariota. I'm not starting him at the moment just because I thought Cousins gives me a better chance in the short yeah. term. But I think uh, with Cousins playing so poorly, Mariota, I got to get him in it's there. It's
1: funny because now he's he's kind of going in the next year. Potentially getting another high pick, and we know it's loaded with running backs. So he's probably going to take another running back. And it's like, when does he find his quarterback? How does he how does he get that guy? I mean, yeah. he could probably end up trading a running back at some point, but I don't know. He's it's it's going to be interesting to watch it play out.
0: Yeah, I mean, in the middle of fell, I mean, how important are running running backs? I mean.
1: I think I you just need, need one
0: now that might score a touchdown and could be a part-time back, too. I don't feel with the beans that I'm at any less of an advantage with just Carlos Hyde out there. What do you think? No, that's
1: that's been my thinking, too. That's why yeah, I'm been only just one running back in Jeremy Hill with the Mallards. It's just, you need one guy. Yeah, when you get some, you come across a team once in a while that's three out there and they all have a big game, you're like, oh, man, that's right, running backs are so important, but Mostly week to week, it's kind of like how tight end used to be in our league. Like it's, it's almost a throwaway position. Like if you get a touchdown, yay, I got a touchdown. But right. just so much NFL offense just flows through these receivers and quarterbacks that I just, you just need to get by. You know, you don't, you don't have to kill yourself. That's one reason I felt comfortable trading Melvin Gordon, though now I'm kicking myself a bit. But I knew. Macklin and Thomas were kind of getting up there in years, and I needed to get a younger receiver. But I did kind of think I was going to get Derrick Henry there. Mike snagged him, but I was I was happy to take Shepard. I just think it's the passing league. That's you know the way the way you got to do it.
0: Yeah, there's really only two or maybe three running backs. You know, Matt Forte is still incredible. C.J. Anderson would be another one, and uh, David Johnson who. He's just an unbelievable player. Uh, even in that it's Patriots funny. game, you, if look- you look around the league. You're like, okay, you
1: know, geez, I need to get a running back. And you look around the league, and I mean, most players, like, they just don't even excite you. You're like, eh, no. I mean, one, yeah. that guy's not trading anyone. No one has any depth to trade. And then two, none of the names are exciting. Like, are just, just there isn't.
0: I just still can't believe D'Angelo Williams and his career revival after I cut him after about eight seasons with the Thugs, and now he's like Mr. Fantasy Stud. I just I can't believe it. Cannot yeah, believe
1: it. I, you, yeah, I remember you and I loved him back '06 with that draft, and we made a trade, and you so you could take him, and I, I think that's yeah, you got Lucian Yeah, and like Vernon Davis, and um, yeah, I just he just. Teased and teased and teased, and then you know James Stewart, Jonathan Stewart came into the picture in 08 or 09, just kind of made both of them irrelevant forever. And, and now he's a stud, finally, like age 33, he's the oldest running back in the NFL.
0: He is incredible. Oh, he's he's just hitting holes and he's fast and god in that Steelers offense, he's just he's awesome and he's gonna get a lot of touches still when Le'Veon Bell comes back. So, yeah. Thank you, D'Angelo Williams, for your career revival after I cut you.
1: Well, supposedly it only has one more week left, and then we'll lay the on bell back. But...
0: Yeah. So what, what do you think of Ezekiel Elliott? I, I think he I don't know. I'm going to be the first one to say it. I think he's going to be a bust. I, I don't know. I don't like his, his attitude. He's fumbling. I just think he's just headed for a – disappointing season and potentially career despite all his talent. What do yeah. you think of him? You
1: know, I think every single one of us would have taken a number one if we'd had the shot.
0: Yeah, I totally agree that. But, I, I,
1: but he is, he, I've read that he was always kind of, he likes to be a star. You know, he's caught up in that side of it more so than the football part that made him be a star. Like, I don't know if he's, he's like chasing greatness. I think he's just Chasing
0: stardom, and yeah,
1: that's not usually a good combination.
0: Yeah, I told Nick before the draft, I'm like, I'm not that high on Elliot, but if I was in your shoes, I'd take him because this draft's so weak. There's no, there's no sure thing, so you might as well take Elliot. But I just, I don't think he's gonna be as great as everybody really. says yeah. he's gonna Henry's
1: be. Henry's preseason was, Henry was. starting to put a little heat on him for the top spot. For that preseason he was having, but. I mean, yeah, he, he had to take Elliott, especially going to Dallas. I don't know; they gotta yeah. they gotta get through to that guy, and it's it'll be, it'd be interesting to see how he plays though when Romo's back. If I think Romo, I think Romo's insane to ever step foot on a football field again. Yeah. But uh, you know, I I think having a veteran quarterback might be a little better than having two rookies in the backfield. That's you know, that's kind of crazy. So, like. Bromo and, like, man, it's it's so easy to see how these guys just fall off a cliff so fast now that we're finally getting up there into our late 30s. Like, it just it just
0: goes for you, like, overnight. Yeah. Yeah, sure does. Hey, do you want to talk some Refugees football?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I like talking <laughs> Refugees football.
0: I think they're really good, even though they're 0 uh I mean... I, I, once he gets Gronk back, and Kelvin Benjamin is just going to be, I think he might be one of the top uh, wide receiver scores in the league, and he's got some decent running backs. I think he's, even though he's 0-2, I think he can definitely still make the playoffs. What do you yeah, think, I
1: think of the, rest I, of the think he's, I think he's still definitely got a, a team, especially looking around the AFC you know, yeah, Mary Minimau, Ma, uh Llamas are off to two and zero starts, but who who else is really in their way? There's Nobody. I mean, the, yeah, the Bears two and zero, but they've scored sixty points. I mean, that's there's nothing to write and home about. What are that sixty, 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 seventy points? What's Cam Newton scored forty five of them? So I mean, you can definitely get past them. He's it's a good team. Once he has Gronk back, Gronk completely changes that team. Yeah, he just you know, when when you got a player that makes you ten points better than your opponent every single week, you get a pretty good chance to win. And as long as Fitzpatrick can uh keep throwing to the guys in the green jerseys, you know, I, I definitely think yeah. he could he can make a run at the wild card. Yeah. yeah Yeah, it's it's funny though, you look around his team outside of like Gronk and Benjamin, you're like well, is there really anybody on that team I'd even want on my team? <laughs> not not really, but they they get the job done.
0: They're yeah, Laguerre Blunt, yeah, I would I would like to have Laguerre Blunt. He seems to score every week. Ryan Fitzpatrick's gonna throw you know, one to two touchdowns a week with, with the receivers he's got and uh Calvin Benjamin, I mean, he's outstanding and I think Aguilar's gonna improve with Wentz. Victor Cruz, nice little career revival for him. Golden Tate's a decent wide receiver, so I mean he's got players.
1: Yeah, Tate. I've, I've watched. I haven't watched anywhere near the amount of football I used to watch. But I've seen. You know, I watched a little bit of that Lions game this weekend, and every time I turned it on, it was just a penalty. There's 29 penalties in the game, but Golden Tate used just getting penalties. He, he didn't throw any balls to him, so I don't know if he's just not a huge part of that offense at the moment, or what's going on over there. But they, maybe they'll use him more now that Abdullah went down, and that rash
0: of inj- injuries that hit the, the fantasy leagues this weekend. Yeah. How is Kevin holding up? Is he, like, just down in the dumps? Is he like his Oh, you mean,
1: you mean Roto-World? I, do, I don't even call him Kevin anymore. It's just Roto-World. Every five minutes, my phone just goes off, and it's, oh, Corey Coleman broke his hand today in practice, or this happened. It was just, just Roto-World blurbs. Um I think he's holding up pretty good. I, he's a little shaken up today after Josh Gordon had the uh, warrant put out for his arrest.
0: Yeah.
1: But uh, he's, he's definitely panicking, I think, a little Russell Wilson. He's freaking out when David Johnson got pulled out of the game, but that's because was a riot. But
0: Was he pissed? I mean, the Huskers. Sunday Night Football, I had the Beans have a 32, I think 34-30 lead. I had a four-point lead. He had, Mason Crosby and Randall Cobb going. He just needed five points from them combined to get the win. Four for the tie. He gets two extra yeah. points. That's it. Teams win. He must have been just devastated to wake up in the morning to see that he um, didn't get five points. Well, yeah, he,
1: he watched the game, and the thing he was most <laughs> fired up was is uh, apparently he's telling me the Packers went for it on fourth and two in the third Point. quarter instead of kicking a field goal, and yes. and then you know didn't convert, and they just kicked a field goal. either one.
0: Yeah, yeah. They Mike McCarthy's. Uh, it was a low-scoring game. Points were at a premium. You got to kick those field goals, especially indoors, where they're basically giving yeah. fourth and two, and another one is a fourth and a long one. I think he went uh, for they, it twice and missed both times, and cost him six points right there. Uh, yeah, there was a of, lot
1: of YFFL games that went down to the um, just down to the play like that last week. You know, Kevin Coleman scored a touchdown at the very end of the four o'clock games that give the married men the win or, you know, the buddies beat you by seven, the bear beat the refugees by four. So, you know, the refugees had a shot Monday night and yeah. just nail biters all around the league. Yeah. A lot of close games.
0: And then you get the games, huge uh...
1: disappointment, the huge disappointment uh, like giant Saints game, you know, 50 something points last year in that game. And this year is what, 12 to six or something stupid.
0: Yeah, yeah. Get, I mean, Drew Brees outside, of this is like one of the, I don't know why no one talks about this, but Drew Brees outside of the New Orleans the Superdome or whatever it's called is just not very good anymore. I I bet his home road splits are like, you know, three touchdowns to one or something like that. He's just not yeah, very good on that <clears throat> one. I know. Nick Litts, he,
1: he's pushed I think Brees pretty hard on everyone, but and no one's bit because of the, the whole home away thing, and yeah, but going to end up with, you know, upper 100 points and we're pushing 200, but he's he's going to literally do it in the home games. So you really need to have two quarterbacks if you're, if you're rolling with him.
0: Who do you think wins the NFC West? We're all one and one Me and Kevin had a long talk about this on the first podcast. That was basically like four teams that are all going to finish like seven and six or six and seven.
1: Uh, I think we got to stick with the brothers for now. I mean, they're off to a rough start. They only get 66 points, but they're, they still get the best lineup out of any of you guys.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I did pick... I think I picked the... I don't even remember who I picked. Oh, no, I picked the Huskers, I think, and the uh, brothers get the wild card. Yeah, so, but, uh, the,
1: the, Huskers, the Huskers have the, exactly what you need to win a title, though. They have, you know, like Randall Cobb and... Some other receiver, so you get like a good receiver. If he, if he, the uh, Green Bay offense gets sorted out, you get a good running back and Johnson, get a good quarterback, and then a kicker. So if you have four really good players in those spots, you can go the whole way. So yeah, one of those teams is going to get hot. I'm gonna still, you know, pick the brothers. They, they should get it together.
0: I think the brothers avoided their devastating season-ending injury. Last Thursday night, Bill's Jets. Brandon Marshall, like, bent his knee basically to the side. I thought for sure. he was rolling around. thought they were going to call for the card. I texted you. I texted Bri. i was like, Brandon Marshall, torn ACL right there. Uh, somehow, like, divine intervention. He walks off the field, goes to the locker room, comes back and plays the second half and has an amazing game. So maybe, maybe the fantasy gods were looking out for Bri and the brothers and saying, nope. No ACL torn on this guy. Uh, no, yeah. no major injury this year. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Yeah, it was
1: pretty good. Pretty good.
0: Yeah, and as a, as a Jets fan, I was very happy to, <laughs> that it wasn't terrible because it looked really bad. So maybe this year, no brothers uh, devastating injury, but we still got a couple more weeks. And
1: oh yeah, we I still got long ways to go.
0: Yeah, we've we've already had several. Keenan Allen, Danny Woodhead, both out for the year and, you know, what happened to Jimmy Garoppolo and a few other quarterbacks, RG3, but uh, my favorite Y F L saying is, the y f l season doesn't officially start until the brothers have their first devastating uh, season-ending injury, so we'll so,
1: keep an
0: eye so on we're that. Still
1: playing, we're still playing preseason games.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't really have any, I mean, I don't have any thoughts yet on the league, really. I mean, everybody's basically one and one. Uh, I don't I don't think anybody's a clear-cut favorite. Uh,
1: I mean, I, don't I think know, the
0: Mariners yeah, 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 win our division, but that's that was. I think was you a can prize. look
1: you can look around a little bit though and see, like after one week, yeah, you can throw it all out the window. Like you know, for me, it was the Mallards scored 64 points. I mean, we lost, which sucked. But I was like, geez, it was like 64 points. Was, that's not gonna happen again this year. And then I'm going and get 66 the next week, and then you. Now for two weeks you can kinda of look and be like, Well, who's scoring points in the standings? And you're looking you know, a lot of teams are in the sixties, some in the seventies, a few in the eighties and then all of a sudden you look at mallards, hundred and thirty. Like, what it's like all right, look what's going on here guys? Like, don't don't be messing with me. Yeah. So it's I think you can see a little bit of separation there. I'm not saying the mallards are that great just because 'cause they're way up on points, but yeah, you you can kind of see who's doing a little bit better than some of the other teams. Yeah, but we, there was so many injuries this past week. Like, we're going to be picking up guys off the waivers in like a week or two who are probably delivering pizzas tonight.
0: Yeah, I know who's going to pick up Quincy A from the Jets. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 good to
1: have the the and fell back good to be talking at.
0: Yeah. Um, any thoughts on the Chickens? Uh, they're obviously going to be more competitive this year. They've almost got too many good running backs for their own good. He's been sitting uh, Isaiah Crowell and Jeremy Langford, and those guys have scored more than you know Elliot and, w- uh, Elliot and McCoy uh, combined, I think. So. Well, I guess Langford's
1: hole in the job is pretty fragile so I wouldn't worry too much about him but yeah and Spencer Ware is about to have Jamal Charles come back so we'll have to see if he can hold them off. But yeah they're gonna be you know, we, I think we are all kind of thinking they could be better than we you know, they were last year, but you know, they they can yeah they'll make a they'll they'll keep around, hang around that wild card race for I think quite a while. I don't know if they'll pull it out if I think it's if the quarterbacks get really hot at some point and just he rips off like four in a row, then, yeah, he'll make the playoffs.
0: What about Jimmy Graham? World was saying him and Russell Wilson were just like clicking in a preseason on the same page, and he's been basically a ghost. <laughs>
1: well, it's funny, you know, they they say that, but then – What's happened the last two years now that, that Graham's been there? <clears throat> like, with yeah. Graham's there, and on the field, the Seahawks' offense just goes in the tank. And then last year when he came off the field, all of a sudden Seahawks' offense is really good. So I don't know if it's just they try to force the ball to him because they got this big, expensive guy out there that they need to justify, which yeah. doesn't really sound like the Seahawks' way because they're all about best guy plays and all this stuff. But... Their their offense just isn't that good when he's out there. Like they just they're just better without him.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm sure they're trying to load him or trade him. They're just probably not getting what they want in return. It's just, it's just tight end just doesn't yeah, he, seem to be. You know, one injury off. we didn't touch on
1: today is uh, Peterson's out
0: for the next three or four months. Yeah, this might be sad. I mean, I love Adrian Peterson, great player. This might be the beginning of the end for him. He's He's 31, going on 32, I think, and uh, he's got a lot of miles on those yeah, legs. Yeah, 2500
1: carries. He's he's got 18 million guaranteed. Well, not guaranteed next year. He's got an 18 million dollar contract next year, so he's definitely going to get cast in the Vikings. He's all done with the Vikings.
0: There's no yeah, way he's going back there. Uh, this is this is usually how it starts with these running backs they get into their you know low 30s, where this, first it's an injury and then they come back and they just. I've lost a snap, yeah. so I mean, maybe that's yeah. what it's
1: he'll get cut. He'll sign with the Patriots, and they'll cut him in the middle of the preseason next year, and that'll be the end of Adrian
0: Peter Peterson. Yeah, yeah, he's had a good run. Who knows? Maybe, he's, maybe he's got something left in him. Um, yeah, but yeah, in my other leagues that were redraft leagues, I just stayed away from him altogether. I was, he wasn't even on my board for for picking at all. I just knew he was, and I watched him on on. Sunday night, and I don't know, he just couldn't get anything going. So I didn't see uh, uh, any of that game, but uh,
1: Sunday night. But everywhere I looked, they're saying Diggs is a star. Is is it true?
0: Should I get my hopes up? Oh yeah, yeah. Diggs. I don't. I mean, I hate watching the Vikings, maybe because I never have any Vikings on my fantasy teams. But yeah, Diggs was. uh, He looked good. He looked really good. Kyle Rudolph looked pretty good. I mean, Bradford was fine with him. you know, the, yeah, the Packers still look really out of sync. I, I don't know. I, I really expected more from that offense, but uh, they were picking on... Yeah, they really the,
1: thought when Jordy Nelson came back, he would fix all that, but
0: they're still out of sorts. Yeah, they they had some luck going after Terrence Newman, who's like 39 years old now, and got him for a couple of pass interferences. But other than that, they really didn't get much going. But next, next Sunday night, uh, we get the Bears and... Uh, I forget who the Bears are playing. The Bears look like oh, that, that oh, game was so. The Bears are playing the
1: Cowboys.
0: Oh God! Why did they do that yeah. to us? Yeah, we got that Bears, Monday
1: Cowboys week. on Sunday, and then uh, the Falcons and it's on Monday.
0: Yeah, so far the Monday night games have been atrocious. That that fal that Steelers Redskins game was lopsided, boring. Then that late night game that no one on the East Coast watched, the 49ers Rams was Probably the worst football I've watched in the last five years, uh, and then yeah. last uh, Monday night's game with the the, the uh, Bears and the Eagles. I mean, I like watching Carson Wentz, but it was it was terrible football on the Bears' part. So just
1: uh, uh, at least this week, these Chicago Dallas, in New Orleans, a lot of eyeballs on these games because there'll be a lot of uh, fantasy leagues getting yeah yeah
0: getting their yeah.
1: games won and lost.
0: Yeah, that Atlanta New Orleans game should be a pretty good shootout. So hopefully it it delivers. But, but
1: yeah, we got there's some good games on tap this week. We got Houston and New England Thursday. Uh, the Trans- yeah, Green Bay is always let's, a good game.
0: All right, let's talk about that. Uh, all right, so the Patriots are going to start Jacoby Briss- Brissett or Brisket, whatever his name is. I'm going to call Brisket because it sounds better. Yeah. All right. Just, what if they awesome, stick yeah. him in? What if they stick him into their system? Belichick's system, and he's just tossing the ball around like Garoppolo before him and Brady before him. It, what, what does that say about the Patriots? Is just the system, or are the are the players that good and they're coaching that good, or are we just overrating how good Garoppolo is and Brady is because they're just in this perfect system?
1: Well, I don't think it'll make you question any about Brady. It'll definitely – it might cost Garoppolo a few – a few bucks, in the uh, he's he a free agent in a couple of years. Because so well, the other guy did it too. But I want to just yeah. say, I I think one Belichick. I don't know how much he's got to really do with the offense. Other than to say these are the weak spots, take it apart. But I think Josh McDaniels is actually just a really good coach. Like I think he just was in a bad situation in Denver and screwed it up. I think he learned a lot, and he's just. They just come up with a game plan that's going to work every week. It's not like they go out there with their offense to run every week and then the defense can counter it. They figure out what the defense isn't good at, and then that's what they attack every week. So uh, it's going to be a combination of all of them,
0: I think. Yeah, I'm really interested in watching that game because, I don't know. I think the Patriots need to keep it under
1: 20 points or they can't win. Their yeah. defense needs to step up. If, they, if the yeah. Texans score over 20, the,
0: the Pats aren't winning. Yeah, I'm going to pick the Patriots just because I mean, if it was in Houston, I would take the Texans. I think they play really well there. But I'm, on the road, it's going to be tough for Osweiler. And, I don't know, it's going to be a low, close, low-scoring game. I think probably in the, low te- or the high teens, low 20s. And I don't know, the Patriots will find a way to get Goskowski out there for the game-winning field, though. But if, if um, Briske just shows up and just starts tossing touchdowns left and right like Garoppolo the first half of the Dolphins game, I might just, just give up on life right there. It's just not fair.
1: That's pretty much exactly what the Sports Talk Radio up here was talking about today. You know, all the outside fans looking at it, like just Jesus. But uh, I think I'm going to take Houston only because I don't think you can get a rookie quarterback, third-string quarterback, who hasn't had any practice snaps ready on three days, and having Julie Edelman be your
0: backup quarterback for the week. (laughs) Yeah, Brisket must have not gotten any reps in the preseason, because they were given Brady reps, and of course, Garoppolo reps, so there's no reps for Brisket. I don't know. And the the Texas defense is just, they're vicious. They're just always over you, and I mean, he's not going to have a lot, I don't think he'll have a lot of time to throw, so, I don't know. Uh, Yeah, and then
1: you got J.J. Watt, who's just He's he's a machine. I mean, the guy had four surgeries on his abdomen this offseason, and then blows a disc out in his back, which I can relate to that. And I still feel like crap two years later. And he's gonna go play in an NFL game. It's insane. He had back surgery eight weeks ago.
0: Yeah. Unbelievable. All right, Uh, we'll wrap this up soon, but I'll pick your brain about one last thing, and then if you want to propose a question or thought to me, you can pick my brain. All right, Uh, what's Sammy Watkins' career? Where's Sammy Watkins three or four years from now?
1: Uh, Where was David Boston's after four years?
0: Oh, my God. Oh my God, that is the exact same player I was thinking of like the other day when you know all <laughs> he is David Boston 2.0, this absolute robot machine, just half alien, half uh, human, and uh, he just can't keep his body healthy, and he just never, <laughs> never, yeah, he just never makes
1: he, it. Some of the just the human body just isn't necessarily meant to. To handle all the torque and the pressure and just some of the stuff these guys do is just—it's hard on them. And there's just some of them are, you know, more prone to injury because of that. So it—you know—David Boston was going to be a star, and he just flamed out. I hope it doesn't happen for Watkins. I really like him. He's one of my favorite players coming into that draft. So I hope he—hope he works out for you.
0: Yeah, I mean, we need to see him. We need to see him play. My, let's see. For
1: you, I would... I'll get two. First is... Well, hang on. Let me, let me ponder the second. I'll ask you the first one while I, I ponder the second one. Orangutans. Okay. Orangutans are 0-2. Do they still have a playoff run in them this year? Or do they, they need to pack their bags?
0: I think so. Uh, I think he needs to get more production out of Allen Robinson. I really expected big takes from him. Maybe it'll still happen. He doesn't have a touchdown yet. But he's got Eric Becker and Dez Bryant. Those guys will score in bunches. He's got decent tight ends. Uh, his running backs, that Stewart just going down really hurt them. He's going to have to go roll with uh, Justin Forsett, presumably, and Shane Vereen. Those running backs well, do scare me he's out. He's got
1: the Mary Men on tap this weekend. If, so he could potentially fall to 0-3. If he gets to 0-3, if he... If Who's he been starting? Has he been starting Prescott or Tannehill? He was going Prescott. He went to Tannehill this week. Yeah. I, Only yeah, because he's, Tannehill's a, yeah. a Merriman killer. Oh, because he's playing the Browns. That's, that's probably why he's
0: starting them. Yeah, so he's got good matchups, and, he's, you know, Dan Bailey's going to get a ton of field goals because I don't trust Prescott in the red zone. Or the, the Cowboys in the red zone, they're really conservative. Oh,
1: God, right. I got to sweat out Bailey on Sunday night.
0: Jesus. But uh, he should – I mean, Eric Decker, Des Bryant, Toy Smith, Allen Robinson, those are really good receivers. He should yeah, be able to get back in the hunt there, with even, even even down O two. 2 I'm not counting them out. He'll he'll clean up three or four wins against the AFC West, and then he'll be right back in it.
1: All right. My last question would be the buddies. Are you okay with this zero quarterback effort, or would you like to at least see him make a waiver wire effort, Eric?
0: get a quarterback. I mean, that's just disgraceful. Go out, Mike. Get a friggin' quarterback. There's, there's Cody Kessler. You might as well pick him up. He's going to start for... He should get Kessler and McCown and just roll with the Browns the rest of the year. But McCown's on. all right. He's going to get you 12 points on average a week. I mean, he's he's good for our yeah. league. He's not good for other leagues. But he throws PDs and get, I need Gary Barnridge to get going. So yeah, yeah, you know, just, yeah. Team. Just don't watch
1: Josh Brown's games. Just check the box score at the end.
0: Yeah, yeah. So Mike get out there, pick up those Browns quarterbacks. Whoever else Is, is there anyone else? making a start this week, I mean...
1: Uh, let's see. He's well, he's, he's, he's on the roster. You
0: got Kobe Briscette. Oh, yeah. Kobe Kobe Briscette. He'll probably throw a couple of, you know, Maybe will cool. hit Martellus Bennett for one. I feel like there's one more QB out
1: there. Uh, let me see what was. Oh, uh... Brian Hoyer for
0: the Bears because Cutler's so out the next three weeks. Yeah, Cutler, that's another career that might be coming to an that guy end.
1: Needs, uh, how does he keep, keep a
0: job? That guy he is
1: so disinterested in playing.
0: He keeps a job because there's so few good quarterbacks in the league. I mean, you look at some of these starters, it's like Cutler's actually better than some of them, even though he's really just tuned out. And that was the other thing, watching him. I mean, he was throwing balls in the dirt. To, uh, you know, bouncing before they got to receivers on Monday night, it was, it was just bad. I, I would just, you know, they should trade him or release him. He's just, I just don't see the Bears being competitive as long as he's the quarterback.
1: I think the Bears are headed for a top three pick.
0: <laughs> they, <laughs> they are. They... Aishon Jeffrey was great though. He, uh, he had an awesome forty nine yard catch. He almost went for a touchdown. Uh, he played really well, but and he might yeah, do better. Yeah, then
1: how how bad, after watching that game, how bad do the Browns have to feel watching Wentz? I mean, they said he was, he was garbage. I mean, man, they blew it again. Granted, yeah, Wentz only played a few games, but, jeez.
0: Yeah, they, I don't know. The Browns, are, the Browns, the Bills, and the Bears are... <laughs> I, I would even put the, the 49ers are better. I mean, everybody says the 49ers are terrible. I, I, th- I actually think they're... Those other three teams are a lot worse than the 49ers and the Rams. So, I don't know. Those, there's some pretty bad football right now, but still early in the season.
1: Yep. All right. Well, it's been uh, good talking some FFL with you. We'll have to do it again next week. Um, Excited to get these, uh, this week of action going. And then week four, can we get to week four with a bye start?
0: Yeah, yeah. Week three, really, just the 0 and two teams don't want to fall to 0 and three. Uh, if you're one and two, two and one, you're in, you're in okay shape, especially this year. I don't think there's going to be any teams going going 11 and two or even 10 and three. So, just don't want to be one of those 0 and three teams and see how some of these divisions shake out. The, AFC, the NFC the AFC West and the AFC East for that part too. So, looking forward to some of the action.
1: All right, well, enjoy the game tomorrow night, Bob.
0: Uh, I probably won't, but I'll uh, hope for a Texans win.
1: <laughs> yeah, root root for the brisket.
0: <laughs> oh, God, I can only – oh, jeez, All right, we'll talk okay, to you later. talk to
1: you later. All right, yeah, see you. Bye.